Ron Raymond here from the REM Report for a Thursday. It is uh, November 3rd. Hope you're having yourself a good start to your Thirsty Thursdays. As always, don't forget, subscribe to our channel by tapping that notification bell in the top right-hand corner or hit the subscribe button below this video if you are using a mobile device. Today's podcast is brought to you by your friends always at HockeyPicks.com. Sign up today, get your cups, and uh, follow the top hockey pickers each and every day right here at HockeyPicks.com. ParlayCalculator.com. Count how much those parlays are going to pay out. All you got to do is go to ParlayCalculator.com. You can also catch the the replay of the shows right here. If you go to our sports betting blog, if you ever miss the replay, you can get on YouTube or on the uh, ATS Stats and also on ParlayCalculator.com. And this is where you uh, put in your figures and uh, it'll calculate how much money you've won and uh, each and every day. Let's uh, do a... Uh, uh, an example on how much uh, money we could win, say, tonight. We do the uh, money line, and we go 150. We go uh, 220 underdog. Uh, let's do a 400. Uh, let's do a, like a LSU beating Alabama or something like that. And then let's do 125, and then let's calculate that winner. Yeah, $2,265.91, but you got to hope that uh, LSU game comes in for you if you do uh, take that uh, plus 400. I'm sure it's plus much more than plus 400, but it just gives you an idea how the parleycalculator.com works. And you know what? And uh, atscalculator.com, it was uh, it, last night. It, uh, yeah, it showed us the money last night in a couple of the games, and you can use the calculator each and every day right here at atscalculator.com. All right, we've got a good uh, show lined up for you guys here today. Ross the Boss Benjamin will join us at the top of the hour. Ross uh, will, came in last week, gave us a couple of winners, and uh, hopefully Ross will uh, – I know he's got a few games he wants to talk about this week. In fact, he wants to talk about the uh, Alabama-LSU game and the Bills-Jets, B-I-L, so G-E-T-S, Jet, Jet, Jets, and uh, the Bills. Eh? The Bills Mafia is in the house. And uh, we'll see what uh, Ross the Boss has in store for us today with a uh, college football, NFL football pick. And uh, we'll see if we can get Ross riled up today on a Thirsty Thursday. Eh? It's always good to get uh, Ross the Boss riled up on a Thirsty Thursday. All right, don't forget to check out our uh, our front page here. We uh, made a little bit of adjustment. Took out that big ATS stat sign that was at the top. It was dragging everything down. So I figured, you know what, let's take that ATS stat and just uh, keep the uh, the header here. And you know, it works perfectly with the uh, the stadium background. If you look here, so I, I, I told my wife, I go, look at that. It looks like the cheap seats are up here. Hey, all the cheap seats are up here. And then uh, and then down here, you got the uh, the third level, second level. But uh, it, it falls right into place with the uh, the background of the website. And uh, check it 
it out, atsstats.com. And if you missed the show, you can always get the replay on this uh, webpage and you get the NFL trends, college football trends. Uh, we also have um, NHL, NBA trends, and Breeders' Cup this weekend. If you uh, follow the horse racing like we do, you know we always give out some Breeders' Cup picks and uh, that'll be on tomorrow's show. But if you like Churchill Down, we will feed the ponies in just a few minutes uh, right here at uh, ATSStats.com. All right, good morning, good afternoon, and good night wherever you are located on the World Wide Web. My name is Ron Raymond, a five-times sports handicapping champion based out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And uh, you can find me each and every day right here. This is where I hang my uh, my Yankees hat on the uh, on the web at the uh, YouTube channel. Or you can find us on your favorite podcast device platform, either Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, Apple's iTunes, anywhere you download your podcast, just type in a Ron Raymond Sports Betting Podcast, and uh, we should uh, come up there for that day. All right, I see a lot of people uh, coming into the bullpen, and I always see my good friend uh, Gloria Kays right there. Put that coffee down. Yeah, Gloria K is the closer, and uh, FU Cancer's in the house with the uh, Fat Albert's voice right there. Who's Mizzou? Yeah, nice winner for uh, Who's Mizzou. He showed me his, uh, his parlay ticket, eh? Hey, don't spend it all in one place there, network. Good morning, bullpen. Hope all is well. Show me the pearls, baby. Parley a day keeps the pain away. Yeah. We used to have this uh, when I, I uh, me and my buddy, we used to market the uh, the Parley calculator website. And we always try to find jingles with uh, Parley. And one of them he came up with, my girl likes to Parley all the time, Parley all the time. Yeah, remember that song but yeah so uh, a lot of we can do a lot of songs with the parlay uh, we, we had like 20 jingles going it was funny all right uh, let me see scott champions in the house november 3rd national men make dinner day uh, is that is that a joke or is that for real hey scott take the lead gentlemen get in there and whip up something nice hey and not just toast on peanut butter right <laughs> what a big smiley face right there yeah so it is uh, i guess it is he wouldn't come hey why would he just come up here and make that unless he's in the doghouse or something hey scott champion are you in the doghouse and that's why you want us to make dinner for our wives tonight uh national make dinner uh make men make dinner uh day so i guess this is a real thing all right brent vienni how you doing we want winners yeah I want winners. We always want winners here at the uh, Rain Report. It's a Maine's world. Jermaine Brown's in house. Good morning, uh, Jermaine. Uh, good morning, F. Morning, fam. How's everybody doing? It's real, says Scott. Hey, it's real. And uh, yeah, so I uh, found a couple of new uh, jingles here today. And I hope you guys are going to like this one. It's a, Remember yesterday I said I was needed to find an NBA jingle every time we start the NBA. So I wanted something that was good and we can recognize. And, I, you know, this came up. What do you think of this one? probably get a copyright uh, strike there but uh, we'll see about that or we can go with the i know the michael buffer one where he's got the, let's get ready to rumble i got a good one here but i know if i play it i'll probably get ding with that uh with that copyright so i won't use that one but uh, yeah let's uh, get on with the show because top of the hour ross the boss benjamin will be here and i want to get on with all the uh, the picks we have going today and again every and every day we always talk about the rain report, the value, percentage play, performance cycles, player availability, and a money management system. Today, you're going to hear me talk about teams that are A, B, and C type teams in the rain report. You can find the link right below the description. It's going to lead you to this page. It'll talk about the bullish, neutral, and bearish teams along with the top 10 sports commandment of sports betting. And at the bottom, we do have a very good money management system. You can follow that system each and every day right here at ATSStats.com. Just make sure you go in there, click the link, and it'll take you to the uh, Ron's uh, Golden Rules of Sports Betting. All right, let's go feed some ponies. 
as we do each and every day. The Breeders' Cup is here. And are you guys uh, any uh, Breeders' Cup fans out there or what? Yeah, real. Treat yourself to a nice donut tomorrow for National Donut Day. What's your favorite donut? Hey, there's you go. <clears throat> yeah, they're off and running today at Churchill Downs, not Church Hill Downs, Churchill Downs in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, today at Churchill Downs, we're going to go with the number three horse in race number one. Race number one is a $30,000 claiming race, 1 p.m. post time, six furlongs on the dirt. And uh, we are going to go 315 today in race number one. Sweet Beauty with uh, Rocco Jr. in the saddle, 4 to 1 morning line on Sweet Beauty. Domitia Lucilla is uh, driven today by uh, jockey R. Santana Jr. Santana Jr., 21% money in the last 100 races. And the uh, number five horse, a 15 to 1 long shot, My Tommy Lee, with Garcia in the saddle on My Tommy Lee, 21% uh, in the money. And the number four horse with St. Arrow's Girl, St. Arrow's Girl, with my guy Luis Saez in the saddle on the four horse, St. Arrow's Girl, 2 to 1 morning line. And that's the one I'm going to go with. I always try to go with Lewis because I know Lewis is a good jockey. And uh, I'm going to do, um, say you got a $20 budget per race, put 10 to win, 10 to place on the number four horse, St. Errol's Girls, today at Churchill Downs, race number one. And hopefully it uh, cashes you a nice winning ticket. And that uh, pick is courtesy right here at ATSStats.com. All right, uh, treat yourself to a nice donut tomorrow, says F. And you know what? We've been having a lot of fun this week with uh, what was your first car? What was your um, yesterday? We talked about your favorite movie. Let's go with the donut. I think F, you're on to something here. What is your favorite donut? Eh? I, I got two of them. Uh, I'm a very simple guy. When I'm drinking a coffee... I like an old-fashioned plain donut. That's hey, that's the way I am. But if I if I'm gonna go into the uh, the luxury part of it, and I don't know if you want to call this luxury, but uh, I'll go apple fritter as number two, and my, my silver pick is uh, the Boston cream. So old-fashioned plain is my gold. Um, apple fritter is my silver, and uh, Boston cream is my uh, or no um, uh, gold, silver, and bronze. Bronze is my uh, Boston cream. So let me know what your favorite donut is, and uh, glaze for lower yes is that. Uh, old-fashioned glaze or or uh, a plain glaze uh, you gotta you gotta be more specific Lori. yes boston cream ron hands down says scott hey here we go here we go we got uh, we got the crowd going here <laughs> yeah so boston cream is in the lead right now for brent vienna yeah boston cream's a good one too it's uh, but you know what i like the old-fashioned plain and apple fritters if you ever have a good apple fritters here from uh, tim hortons i don't know if uh, dunkin donuts makes uh, i'm sure they do a good apple fritter but uh, yeah, apple fritters are good too. But uh, yeah, old-fashioned plain—that's my go-to. If I, you know, if I'm in the car and I'm just uh, grabbing a coffee, it's 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 less messy than a Boston cream or a uh, an apple fritter, right? All right, let's get on with the show. Let's uh, get to hey, you know what? Night nice, uh, crispy cream glaze. Oh yeah, there's a good one, Mark. Look at Mark Nation, eh? Coming out with these uh, the like the uh, the topper, Mark. Yeah, you're a topper, Mark Nations, eh? He topped us all with that crispy cream. I forgot about crispy cream. Crispy cream's a good one too raspberry in the middle i never had a plain donut it's funny yeah you know what simple right less is more jelly filled powder donut fu cancer says that jelly yeah, at least y'all hey, looking like bo's little clown after with all the white stuff on your on your thing elliot v good morning ronald had donuts for breakfast breakfast of champions there hey eh, brent hey breakfast of champions nothing like uh hey nothing like a um 
of a donut for breakfast. Eric, Ron, thanks for the pearls yesterday. Made $800. Appreciate it. Eris Castile. Hey, good job. Uh, which, uh, which game did we uh, help you with? Hey, hopefully, um, Cash, yeah, you got the straight cash. Krispy Kreme. Speaking of apple fritter, I just rolled one, eh? <laughs> oh, God, that's so funny. Hey, you know what? It doesn't take much to get the uh, the bullpen going here at the Rain Report. Yeah. So right now, it looks like Boston Cream's in the lead, but Krispy uh, Kreme's right there, too. Yeah, Krispy Kreme's a good one. Uh, close here. Uh, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. Some of the, um, the, like, the only place I know in, in Canada we can get Krispy Kremes is in Toronto and Mississauga. You know that, that, uh, there's a road there in Mississauga. I know that because my sister lives there and every time we go, we always go get some, uh, Krispy Kremes. Uh, Jelly Donut is the best, says Elliot V. Yeah, woo, says the nature boy, Ray. There you go, Johnny. Johnny's in the house. Yeah, I took the over in the Buffalo four and a half winner, Memphis. Um, Michigan, oh, West, uh, yeah, Western Michigan, Memphis, and Milwaukee, minus 10. Wow. Good job, Eric Castell. Right on. Maple Barf, says F. All right. Uh, uh, let me see. Maple Barf. Yeah, that's that's a good one, too. All right. Let's uh, get on with the uh, the show here, and let's uh, go. We'll skip that right there. Ross, the boss, Benjamin will be joining us at the top of the hour. Hey, let's do a little trivia. What do you think Ross, the boss's favorite donut is? We should do, hey, let's see if we'll, uh, I say Ross would be, Knowing Ross, he's a plain guy. I guarantee you, Ross is like a, a plain. Um, I would. I don't. Know, I don't know if I go old-fashioned plain, but um, I don't know. What do you call those? Yeah, glaze, a, pl- a glazed donut, a plain glazed donut. I think that's Ross's. Uh, that would be his go-to. I need a woo for that. Great, ready now. I need a woo. That was a great. I'm ready now. Woo. Good job to you. Would never have played those without it. Awesome. Yeah, you know what? Western Michigan. We said yesterday. Um, yeah, that was a nice uh, selection in Ohio the night before. So um, maybe the Mac is where we need to be betting more often, right? And uh, yeah, Ross, the boss, Benjamin. All right, uh, let's uh, get on with the World Series of uh, Baseball. Last night, game number four. Hey, uh-oh, uh-oh. The, um, the, uh, we're trying to find a good soundbite for... Um, for the World Series last night. Uh, nah, I don't want to do a Harry Carey. That's too... Uh... Yeah, but anyways, if you had Houston last night, congratulations. Game number five goes tonight in Philadelphia at Citizen Ballpark Arena or Stadium. And I always call it Arena. I don't know why I do that. But uh, it must be a hockey guy. Everything's an arena. But uh, Houston taking on Philadelphia. You got the Phillies uh, going. They got to win tonight, right? And then they're going to face Justin Verlander. And they're, they're going to send Thor to the hill tonight with uh, Syndergaard. This will be an interesting matchup. Now, um, Verlander, a bit showing his age in the uh, in the playoffs, right? Hasn't been very dominant. But uh, looking at the line here tonight, minus 160. Again, I'm going to go with the Phillies. I think the Phillies is the play. Phillies don't win tonight. It's going to be tough. And normally I have a rule. My rule of thumb is this. Anytime I bet, um, like, say, World Series or uh, NHL Stanley Cups, I don't normally uh, bet. I don't bet uh, playoff sports like in uh, premium picks or investment. And I normally stop after the fourth game because game three, four, and uh, four, five, uh, five, six, and seven, it, it can go anyway. And it's just the value is gone, in my opinion, right? If I were to play tonight, I would take the Phillies on the run line plus one and a half, minus 130. And uh, as Stone Cold would say, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Yeah, gotta at least uh, let him uh, give it up a hit. Gotta at least let him give up a hit. Yeah, you gotta get a hit tonight. Go way to go, Astros. Ross eats chocolate donut holes. I bet you. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a good one. Hey, eh? oh, that's funny. National Make Your Wife Breakfast Day. Was it? Uh, what is it again, Scott? Uh, make the meal day or something like that. Uh, Scotty's. Uh, I think Scotty's in the doghouse there. He's trying to get us all to make our wife's uh, uh, make a dinner day. Yeah, make National Men uh, National Men Make Dinner Day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if uh, she probably knows that already. I'll, I'll ask her if she uh, if she knows that. If not, uh, I'll have to figure something out here tonight. All right, uh, got to at least give him up a hit, uh, says American Nations. All right, we do have a uh, two games tonight in the uh, in the college football. Let's go to college football. We never bet on C type teams. No, we don't bet on C type teams. No, you don't do that. <laughs> you don't do that. Oh no, never, Why not? never. Why not? Against the rules. Against the rules. You know, you're stupid when you do well, that. I don't know if you're stupid there, uh, Denis, but uh, yeah, against the rules. All right, we do. Uh, that was last night's game. The Chippewas say they covered. Um, Central Michigan won, I think, that game. Uh, Western uh, uh, Michigan, they did cover. They got, we got hooked, eh? We hooked them. Hook them, Dano. All right, let's talk about Appalachian State against Coastal Carolina. This is going to be a great game. I don't, I don't know if Coastal Carolina is as good as they were last year. Remember, uh, the you know, was it um, Utah had to go play uh, Coastal Carolina on a uh, on a not a whim, but uh, they remember they said it was a rescheduled game, and they said, you know what, we'll take it. Or was that two years? That was Zach Wilson, wasn't it? Anyways, I remember that. Um, um, Utah went up to Coastal Carolina, and I, I believe the uh, the um, the Chanticleers won that game. All right, let's take a look at tonight. The Mountaineers taking on the Chanticleers and the Appalachian State, a three-point road favorite. Now, you know what? I'm really happy that App State is on the road. I think if App State would have been at home, I think it would have been a little bit of more of a, not a one-sided game, but I think the, the public would have been more over App State. But I think this is a good, good game here tonight. Minus three, 63 and a half is the line. And uh, we do have a forecast of 30.1 to 28.1. And the over-under landing on 58.3. So we do like this game to stay under the total of 63 and a half. Now, App State... Three and two in the last ten, uh, last five. Two and three against the number. Four and one to the over. While the uh, Chanticleers, they are um, four and one straight up in their last five games. Two and three straight up, and two and three to the under. I did have both teams in the uh, minus on the value index. Look at that. I had Coastal Carolina minus five point five, and I had App State minus three point nine, and the chances of winning sixty point seven percent. Uh, favoring the uh, the Mountaineers here tonight. Kogo is at uh, 43%. The last time these two teams met was uh, last, let me see, October 29th. Uh, no, wait, uh, could that be? No, wrong one. Uh, last year, October 20th, and it was a 30-27 victory for Appalachian State. And the last time they played at Coastal Carolina, they won 34-23. And let me see how App State does in uh, Coastal Carolina. One in one record. And look at this. Coastal Carolina, they struggle. Hey, as uh, my good friend Joe Namath would say, struggling. Yeah, one in four overall against the uh, Mountaineers. Two and three on the uh, money line. I'm gonna go App State money line. I'm gonna take the uh, the money line here on App State tonight, and hopefully it catches. Uh, hopefully it catches you a nice uh, winning ticket. All right, uh, let's. Uh, what's that? We did um, World Series. We did the um coast carolina and uh, yeah we'll do the uh two nba games here tonight and i gotta get my my new nba jingle all right uh, hopefully i don't get dinged with a uh <laughs> a, a, a copyright uh, thing but uh, we'll see isn't uh like trademark supposed to be like seven seconds or longer hopefully hey i don't think that's seven seconds is it let me see no it's three seconds so hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll be okay. All right, let's go to NBA for this evening, and uh, we'll take a look at uh, game number one. 
And uh, let me see. Golden State taking on the Orlando Magic. Now the uh, Warriors, eight and a half point road favorite. The old runner is at 226. We do like the um, the Warriors to win tonight. And we got them winning by nine. Hey, just uh, we're gonna hook them right here. 118 to 109. The over under at 228.1. And uh, Golden State coming in on a three-game losing streak, so they're gonna be in a nasty mood. A C-type team. When was the last time you saw Golden State? Maybe a couple years ago with a losing record, six and five. Look at the over under, six one and one. Anybody play defense anymore? Hey, I know I got a good Rex Ryan offensive uh, soundbite. How about our offense? When are we going to put it together? Yeah. How about our defense? When are we going to put it together? Hey, Golden State, when are we going to put our defense together? Six and one and one to the over. And uh, there's Orlando. There's our defense. This is what Rex Ryan is saying to the uh, Orlando Magic uh, pregame. How about our offense? <laughs> when are we going to put it together? Yeah, put it together. One and seven straight up on the year. And uh, four and four to the over under. And uh, the, uh, what's the, oh, look at the, the, um, the cow. The cow is at 23.5 and 76.2 for the Warriors. Um, to me, this is a no touch game. You know why? Uh, I think you guys know why, right? No, you don't do that. You don't do that. Oh, no, never, never. Why not? Against, Against the rules to bet on C-type teams. So you got C on C-type crime tonight at the Amway Center in Orlando. And the game of the night will be at the uh, Chesapeake Energy Arena. Uh, between the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Denver Nuggets, we have a 117-112 final. And 229.7 is the over-under. So we have it going over by a hair. Let's see what the ATS calculator says. You, you guys a believer yet in the ATS calculator? Uh, let's see. Denver. Let's go Denver against OKC. Survey says, hey, Richard Dawson. Um, I like the under. It says solo rider. Coastal with the points for me, says Brent. How deep do you think Syndergaard will pitch? Um, five five innings. I think he might go five. Three, four to five. I think this one goes to the bullpen. And then I think the over is a much better play. But again, once you get to game five, and it's a World Series, you know, it's a beer pizza money. That's why you don't go crazy. Good point. CT, C teams never type. Yeah. Don't bet on C-type teams. All right, uh, let me see. Away team, 2.93. So we got Denver winning by 2.93, and 225 is the total. And uh, when you look at so we do have OKC losing but covering the spread. And they've been pretty good on the uh, the point spread, right? Um, four ATS wins in a row, but is the do factor in, right? They're on a four-game win streak. And when you look at the... Um, uh, when you look at the team standing so far, you can see that the... Um, uh, the OKC is one of the best teams against the point spread, right? Let's uh, take a look right here. Let's go ATS. And again, look at that. Six and one against the number. That's that's the only thing that worries me a bit, right? Because it's like, uh, it's like the stock market. What goes up must come down. All right, we got uh, six minutes uh, or let me see, seven minutes to go through the uh, National Hockey League. And uh, let's uh, let's get the Oregon going. Loving if Golden State loses, I want to hear the uh, Mike Singletary clip. Cannot play with him. Cannot win with him. Can't do it. Hey, are you talking about uh, this clip right Cannot here? Cannot play with him. Cannot <laughs> win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't, Can't do, do it. it. I love Mike. Mike's got hey. There's nobody better with Mike Singletary clips. Hey, for a soundbite on a uh, sports betting show. Can't do it. Hey, I, I love this one. Our formula is this. <laughs> We go out, we hit people in the mouth. 
Hey, imagine you're a football coach and that's what you tell your peewee team. Hey, your 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 uh, your mosquito team, your your nine and ten year olds. Hey, you're giving the pep talk. All right, listen up, eyes on me. Cannot play with them. Well, wrong Can't, one. Here we go. Here's what we're gonna do. Formula is this. <laughs> We go out, we hit people in the yeah. mouth. Boom, here we go. All right, let's uh, get to the uh, NHL. Hey, no, I just ruined a, a good organ for the NHL with Mike Singletary clips. Well, that's okay. It's okay. It's uh, it's a thirsty Thursday. Hopefully you guys are thirsty tonight, and uh, hopefully you're uh, thirsty for wins, eh? I want winners, right, Mike? I want winners. All right, let's start off in Tampa Bay, taking on the Carolina Hurricanes, and uh, you can see the Canes here going into uh, Tampa Bay as a road underdog of plus 110, minus 130 is the line. I got the Lightning winning tonight, 57.8% on the uh, percentage play. Now, they, they did beat Ottawa, but this is a game they had to come back, and if you follow the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, this is a veteran led team right you look at this team in the in the second or third period you don't even if that you wouldn't want to play poker with the lightning guys because the, you know kucherov and stamkos all those guys braden point uh headman hopefully headman's in the lineup tonight they just uh, it doesn't nothing phases these guys they can be down three nothing and you know win a game four three that's to me, um, that's why I love these. I don't know what it is with the Lightning and the Rays. I'm always betting those teams. But um, Tampa Bay tonight. Carolina doesn't look right this year. They're they're, they're slow start out. Even though they're six and three, if you watch those games, you need a bottle of Pepto Bismol right beside you. Washington taking on the Red Wings now. Detroit, bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team. Uh, they they tend to do better at home. Now they're taking on the Capitals as a home underdog. I do have Washington winning here tonight. Fifty nine point three to uh, sorry fifty nine. That's a lot of goals. Right Right there the chances of winning the percentage play 59.3 compared to 36.5 and i got the over under landing on 6.46 so um again i gotta for me to sit here and give you guys all the the um the over unders this is why i i've really uh, laid off betting totals in the last couple of years because it's about player availability right i don't care who's injured i need to know who's available but in hockey you need to know who's the goaltenders that's that's a must must hey you you, you must know that yeah uh, let me see here. Who owns the Chiefs? Who owns the Chiefs? Owns. 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 I don't know. All right. The uh, Bruce Cassidy, Vegas Golden Knights. Now, Bruce is uh, coming back home in a sense because he used to be a uh, defenseman with the Ottawa 67s back in the day. Shaw, Bradshaw, uh, Cassidy. What a lineup that was on the on the blue line. If you follow junior hockey like I do, and uh, let me see here, sixty three point one percent chance of winning here for the Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, we got a three point four two point four score and a five point eight nine total. So we do like it to stay under. Ottawa's on a three game losing streak, but again, Ottawa they're, they're a bit like Detroit. You know, Jekyll and Hyde when they're at home. They, they tend to do a little bit better. Boston taking on the New York Rangers. Going to be a good one tonight at Madison Square Garden. The Rangers, uh, they're off now. Both these teams are off one day. Boston coming back to win 6-5 to five against the Pens. And uh, we have the uh, the Rangers as a minus-130 favorite. The old runner set at 6. And we do like uh, the, um, the Rangers here with a 60.4% chance of winning. But uh, I don't know if I'll touch this game because Boston riding a six-game high. The New York Islanders, the 6-4 and four New York Islanders, man, this team is uh, is pretty good. They just just in. The Islanders are a pretty good hockey team off a 3-1 win over the Chicago Blackhawks and uh, minus 120 in the Blues. Yeah, they're singing the Blues these days, a minus 120. I don't know why they're a favorite here tonight. This should be like a pick-em line to me. And uh, what's my, uh, yeah, see, minus 106 is my value index. 
and I, I do have a 46.6% chance of winning. And, you know, basically, this is almost like a reputation uh, line here, right? You know, St. Louis, they've been so good for so long, but I'm sure Burbank will get these guys back on track. And uh, look at that, 6.06. So we do like it to go over the total tonight at the Enterprise Center. Seattle taking on the Minnesota Wild. We got the uh, the Wild winning at 67.4% compared to 32.9 for the 5-6 and six expansion uh, Seattle Kraken. We do like this game to go over at 6.85. And uh, Minnesota playing a lot better than they did at the beginning of the year. Montreal will be in Manitoba tonight, taking on the Winnipeg Jets at the Bell MTS place. Uh, big line, minus 210. That's a bit, uh, that's, a, that's a lot. I think that's his way overvalued line. I like Montreal in this one here. 55% uh, chance of winning for the Jets. That's a 43.2 for the uh, Les Habitants, Montreal Canadiens. And I'm uh, just going to take a double check here, make sure if uh, my, my good friend Ross the Boss is in the house here. Um, start collab right there. Okay, I uh, don't see him here yet, but uh, he'll show up in just a few minutes. All right, we got the Kings taking on the Chicago Blackhawks. We do have a minus 175 line on the uh, LA Kings. Now, the Kings 6 and 6 on the year, while Chicago 4 and 6. A little bit of a setback la uh, last uh, game, losing 3 to 1 against the Islanders. A really good competitive game. Could have went either way. And uh, Chicago now on a four game losing streak. We'll see if Luke Richardson can uh, rein in the, uh, the, uh, the players back here and get them back on a winning track. Nashville taking on the uh, Calgary Flames. They're coming off a, uh, a brutal loss to the Seattle Kraken, right? And it all started uh, Saturday night. They had a nice lead against Edmonton, then a nice lead against Seattle. So uh, we'll see what's going on in Calgary. I think you want to uh, maybe just watch this one as a fan. Or if you're taking it, take Nashville. Maybe puck line here on the on the Preds, who are now on a two-game losing streak. They also lost to the Oilers 7-4. And I have a 53.6% chance of winning tonight on Calgary. I got Edmonton beating New Jersey with a um, 3.6 to 2.9 score over under landing on 6.63 and uh, Edmonton coming in on a 5 game losing streak we got the Canucks beating the Anaheim Ducks uh, 3.2 to 2.8 the over under at 6.12 Anaheim they bust out the ticket tape the, the parade because uh, the Anaheim Ducks are now on a 2 game win streak off a 6-5 win over the Sharks while Vancouver they're off a 5-2 loss to uh, the surprising uh, hot New Jersey Devils. You got Dallas taking on Arizona. We got uh, the Stars winning this one, 3.2 to 2.7. And we got the Panthers at the Shark Tank tonight with a 64.9% chance of winning compared to 25.94 San Jose. And we got the over-under landing on 6.06. All right, uh, let me take a look here. See if my good friend Ross the Boss Benjamin's in the house. And uh, maybe, let me see, hopefully I sent them the, um, one sec here. Yeah, I think he's got the right uh, link. But yeah, so um, let's take a look here at the any more Armando de la Santos. How you doing there, Armando? God bless all the Ram Report. Woo, Ray, it's uh, the man. Thank you, Armando. You are the man, Ray. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you got a uh, Ric Flair, and uh, let me see here, uh, collab. Oh, he's right there. All right, uh, let me see here. La Mark Nation got at least give him a hit. Uh, we never bet on C type teams. I like the under tonight. Says Solo Rider. Loving if Golden State loses. I want to hear the Mike Singletary clip. Yeah, we played that one. Uh, Coyotes after two consecutive home games are 14-10 last two years. And Mario Sanchez, hockey teams are scoring more than the Raiders these days. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Las Vegas. Um, well, it's 
you know, there, I got a lot of I got a lot of um, opinions on the on the Raiders, right? Um, you know, the, I didn't like the way the um, Devontae Adams things happened. You know, well, it's it, I understand there's a business side to the NFL, but when you just want to go play with your buddy, that's not professional, right? Or you know, who knows? Maybe there's another side to the uh, the story. But um, yeah, it, I'm I'm a true believer uh, in loyalty, right? Where whoever drafted you, and if you're you're and you're Devonte Adams, you're why wouldn't you not be the king of Green Bay along with the Rodgers, right? It's the perfect Batman Robin scenario. Why would you leave? I just it scratches my head as a football coach. But uh, let me check here with uh, my good Darius. <laughs> there's the man hey there he is Ross the boss Benjamin is in the house with his Buffalo Sabres hat how you doing Ross yeah, I'm doing good Ron always a pleasure man yeah no that's awesome I love to see the uh the Sabre and you know what you got a lot of me uh pump, I've been pumping the Sabres tires and they and we talked about the beginning of the year Buffalo um th- there's new energy in in Buffalo these days right yeah, they got a pretty good team it's 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 not about culture, energy, and all that. They got good young talent. Yep. And uh, uh, as opposed to a, a couple of seasons during this playoff drought where they got off to great starts or went on prolonged winning streaks and then just failed, I really think what they got going on right now is sustainable. And uh, But we'll see. I mean, I, I'll be happy, Ron, going into the first week of April if we have a chance at a playoff spot. So – that you know that that would show me that we've made major strides in that regard. And you know what, Buffalo, the way they finished last year, um, yeah. it gave gave the fan base a lot of hope, and, and they came out of the gate uh, doing well. And you know, big win last night against the Peng- the old Penguins, right? They're looking old, and that's yeah. the one thing. Um, so Ross, uh, at the begin at the beginning of the show this week. We're trying to get a lot of engagement going with the fans. And I said, all right, what was your first car, right? And my first car was a 1989 Cavalier RS. And uh, and we started asking the audience. And the one thing I really found out about our audience is we're really old. Because everybody's first <laughs> car was in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, mine was a blue Chevy Malibu. It was... Uh... Oh, 1971 or so. Oh, that's year, awesome. You're of the car. Yeah. Uh, of course, I didn't, wasn't legal to drive until 1974. So um, actually, it was a pretty nice car for a first car. Yeah. And what's the the, um, the, the legal age to drive in, the, in uh, the New York? 16. 16, yeah, same year. Yeah. 15 to get your permit now. It used to be 16, but 16 to have a legal driver's license. Yeah. Here in Canada, we used to they used to call the uh, your 365s. I don't know if they call that in the states. Is um, so when when you went for your test, you had 365 days like a, a learning permit. You can drive, but you needed somebody with you, and then you get your uh, your uh, your driver's uh, your G right. Yeah. And and yeah. and t- today, Ross, the the question, and we uh, I got a lot of writing on this, so your answer is gonna is gonna be uh, very important here. Pressure. Yeah, pressure. So we're talking about your favorite donuts. All right. <laughs> hey, and this, after I just told my wife a little while ago, I got to cut back on all this junk I've been eating over the last few days. Favorite donut, um, the uh, powdered sugar on the outside and raspberry filling in the inside. Oh, there you go. Filling in the inside, I should say. Yeah. So. I, I had you as a glaze guy. <laughs> well, yeah, I won't yeah. pass up a glaze donut. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's awesome. All right, no matter. So ten to one, I think uh, Mario Sanchez won there. I think he had the uh, <laughs> cherry fill. No, but that's a that's a Krispy Kreme is a favorite one here too in Boston. Uh, 
Boston cream's a good one. I like old fashioned plain. I'm a I'm a very basic old fashioned plain type of guy. With a nice coffee. All right, Ross. Hey, we got some um, we got some uh, winning to do here this weekend, right? We got uh, a couple of good uh, college football. Well, you know, it's it's that time of year, right? Well, the you know you get near the the, the you know November. The the a lot of these um, uh, division games. You know, everybody's you know, obviously the big one will be Ohio State Michigan at the end of the month. But we're getting into some fun fun times right now. What did you think of that ranking last night that came out? In terms of, of the Tennessee yeah, number one, I, I didn't see the BCS rankings. Um, you know, Ron, it, to me, it, tell me who's playing at the end of the year. Those BCS rankings in AP rankings and every other poll rankings in college football are pretty meaningless to me because it mo- it, those are guys that are voting on those polls yeah. that have n- no clue when it comes to sports betting. So uh, <laughs> I don't put a lot of – but refresh my memory. What, yeah, what, so they, what, they came out with the rankings. They had uh, Tennessee number one. They right. had uh, Ohio State number two, Georgia number three, Clemson number four, and then they had uh, Michigan uh, and uh, Alabama at five and six. Now the only thing that I'll I and I'm like you I I don't I don't really get into the, the rankings I don't I don't really care about like I, who's going to make me money right that's at yeah, the end of the exactly. day when I'm analyzing 150 football games for a weekend it's all about you know where's my MAC divisions where you know like these all these these teams are, but the one thing that I, I I really believe when you look at these rankings is that when you look at it and if you're given the rankings it's hard not to be influenced by a lot of these head coaches. You know what I mean? Like when I, obviously Tennessee is not a, a big so influence. What do they have Georgia ranked? I'm sorry, Ron. Uh, number three, ranked yeah. number three. So yeah, I mean, and ironically, Tennessee uh, comes out as number one, and Georgia in the AP poll, who's number one right along, Tennessee leapfrogs them in the B- BCS poll, right? Yeah. And ironically, they face each other this week. So uh, you, you could find a little emotion in your handicapping equation there. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I, I just saw that and I said, you know what? It's um, it, it, and it, it's the old adage in life, right? Show me the money. Yeah. Like a lot of this thing is it has a lot to do with TV networks and money and stuff like that. And you just, you know, but I, I like the fact that we're getting better into uh, getting a real, true playoff uh, format yeah, eventually, right? And you know, Ron, hey, here's a perfect example of what we were just talking about. Tennessee is the number one team in the BCS rankings that just came out. Yeah, I believe that was the first BCS ranking, correct? Yep. Um, you know, this season. And uh, they are number one in the BCS rankings, and Georgia's number three. Yeah, Georgia is an eight-and-a-half-point home favorite against Tennessee this week. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, there so, you go. Hey, right. And, and, you know, and you could say, okay, well, it's because the game's at Georgia. Uh, I get that, but – even allotting a full five points to the home team when you're, you know, this tells me that, so you add on five points for home field advantage. That means Georgia is three and a half point favorite on a neutral field and at Tennessee, they're just plus one and a half. So that's what I mean. I mean, uh, the rankings mean nothing to me. I, I, I have more respect for the lines makers yep. who, who, uh, have a great handle on these teams in terms of power rankings and and strength of schedule and, and and all kinds of different factors as opposed to some guy at the uh, uh, Milwaukee Journal that that uh, is 
You got something against Milwaukee or Ross or what? Hey, you got something against Milwaukee or something? Yeah, I'm being a little bit sarcastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point, though. Yeah. Hey, yeah, the, you get a dilly dilly right there, Ross. All right, uh, I know you can't hear my sound bites, right? But yeah. uh, Vols are going to come down to earth this weekend. Says tongue tied. <laughs> we still getting more uh, donut voting here, Ross. <laughs> Armo, Armando de la Santos, one of our loyal listener, brownies uh, donut. He likes brownie donuts. Um, yeah. All right, so Ross, we got um, Alabama and uh, taking on Louisiana State now. Nick Saban can't afford any more losses because uh, you know he's coming in at number five or six right now, and yeah. uh, this he's taking on LSU now. Brian Kelly's there. Uh, it's really tough, you know. When I think of like uh, you know the uh, the coach that just got fired at Auburn, uh, Harson. Yeah, I I don't know. Is there a certain pedigree or is there certain like uh you, you need to have certain like check marks on a resume to get an sec top uh, division one team uh to coach it's yeah. because it's it's the best division in football hey like uh what's his name would say it's division one football and yeah. um lsu that was a great job lsu is always a great job if you can get it but uh you're going up against nick saban this weekend and, and you know Brian Kelly's there. The start wasn't that great. I think that was the first night was against uh, Florida State, where they uh, they barely, uh, well, you know, they they, they lost they, the 24-23. Yeah, I think by a point, and they missed an extra point with less than a minute to go to would have tied the game. Yeah, exactly. So what basically what I'm trying to get at is, yeah. in, in being a head coach of an SEC team, you got to recruit. Do we give Brian Kelly time here uh, to to really develop well, this program? But uh, I I think based on the situation at LSU and him just getting the job, not a lot of time to recruit, uh, losing players to the transfer portal because they weren't recruited by this coach and maybe feel like they wouldn't be in favor with this coach or not the type of player this coach is looking for and having to bring in uh, a ton of transfers to fill roles. Um, I think he's done a marvelous job to this point. Uh, in terms of what the record is, I believe is somewhere around six and two, if I'm, I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, here's the thing, though. Uh, Brian Kelly at Notre Dame was a great recruiter there. He'll be a great recruiter at LSU. Uh, but remember, he's faced Nick Saban twice in his career as a head coach. Okay. Uh, both times with Notre Dame, both times. Uh, one time was a BCS title game in which they got blown out 42-14. Yes, there was something called a BCS title game not too long ago. And then in the college football semifinal in 2021, uh, they lost 31-14, to meaning Notre Dame and, and Brian Kelly. But anybody who watched that game knows that score wasn't indicative of how lopsided the game was in terms of territorial advantage and also – uh, physicality and athleticism. Now, um, having said all that, it, you know, what's what's that got to do with anything, Ross? Well, you know, I, I, it shows you to me in both games, Saban thoroughly outcoached um, uh, Brian Kelly and took away anything Notre Dame could do strength-wise offensively. Uh, now, this is also a Bama team, 11-1 straight up and 10-2 and against the spread, in their last 12 is a conference away favorite of 18 or less. If they're coming and if they're coming off a bye week, 
Uh, that improves the 4-0 straight up in ATS. And Alabama is coming off an off week. Um, Bama is also 10-1 straight up in 8-3 and and ATS in their last 11 versus LSU. So they've owned the Tigers. And uh, their only loss in that sequence came in 2019 versus an LSU team that went 15-0, and won a national title, and had the likes of uh, Joe Burrow at quarterback and a couple wide receivers that are playing on Sundays right now that aren't too bad in Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> uh, the one common opponent that I really put a lot of stake in that these teams faced was number three, uh, number one, Tennessee. Um, I had number three written down because that's where they are in the AP poll. Yeah. Uh, but um, LSU, when facing Tennessee, faced them in Baton Rouge and were blown out completely, 40 yeah. to 14. They were dominated. Alabama did lose to Tennessee, but that was in Knoxville, not on their home field, in front of 108,000 volunteer fans. Uh, Alabama fell in that game 52 to 49. And the deciding points were on a 50-yard-plus field goal with no time left on the clock. So in terms of that common opponent, and sometimes they'll put stock in that, especially if it's, it's a, a quality opponent like Tennessee, um, uh, Alabama definitely has the edge in that regard. And I just think that LSU has been uh, – I think that uh, Brian Kelly has really maximized this team uh, potential. And I, I don't see them getting any better as the year progresses. Well, Alabama, this could be a statement game for them, Ron. They're not used to being on the outside looking in of the top four in the college football playoff rankings. And uh, I think this is a big statement game for the, for the Crimson Tide. I think they'll, they'll uh, rack up better than 40 yards or 40 points in this contest. If And uh, also – uh, probably near 500 yards of total offense. And I don't think LSU is going to be able to match that uh, offensively. So as a result, I'm going to take Alabama as a free pick here, minus the 13 or 13 and a half, whatever it is right now uh, yep. at LSU on Saturday. All right, so Ross Benjamin likes uh, Alabama, Crimson Tide, minus 13 against LSU at LSU. That game uh, looks like will be a night game, uh, probably the ABC night uh, or whatever, the uh, ESPN or ABC uh, sports uh, game of the week. So it'll be a national audience watching that, and that'll be a good one. So Ross does like Alabama in this one. All right, Ross, before we get to your NFL pick, if people want to get more of your uh, college football selections, uh, where they, they obviously they get at your website, rbwins.com, or uh, right here at uh, ATS, right? Yeah, ATSstats.com. I mean, I'm on Ron's show. I'm going to publicize Ron's site. I mean, yes, you can get my picks at rbwins.com. That's my own personal site. But you'll get the same picks at Ron's site, and you'll get them a little cheaper because I have a guarantee at my site. Ron doesn't, and that's okay. Uh, because at the end of the day, you know, uh, if you stick with me over the long haul, you're not going to need a guarantee. You're going to make money. Um, I'm glad to see some of you are jumping in and buying some picks. And, you know, last Saturday, Ron, I had a 10-star top play in college football on the Louisville Cardinals, yep. plus three and a half. I'm showing it right now. Detroit, Wake, number 10, Wake Forest, uh, 48-21. College football, seven and three the last two weeks, Ron. Um, the NFL coming off a uh, three and two week in 30 and 21 on the year. Good for 59%. Uh, I will have a college football and NFL pick 
I do have an NFL and college football pick up for sale, I should say, at ATSStats.com. The uh, Coastal Carolina App State game tonight, I have the winner there. I also have a winning total in the Houston Texans and Philadelphia Eagles game on Thursday at ATSStats.com. My NFL 10-star top plays, which are my highest-rated selections, 8-1 and one this season with those plays in the NFL run. So, uh, a lot of good stuff they can get at atsstats.com. Yeah. Uh, and you, uh, Ron, when we get done with this, we'll certainly give you the instructions on how you could obtain my picks. Yeah, absolutely. And big, big uh, three and one week here yesterday. And, um, the, you know, the Ohio State just off to a poor start. But for some reason, Penn State always gives Ohio State. But then yeah. the Ohio State really flexed their muscle in the fourth. And, boy, uh, oh, boy. They, they, talk about a swing of emotion. Oh, in that God. Game. Yeah. That was my only loser. Well, that was one of my losers in college football. I went three and two in college football last week. But geez, I you know Ohio State's down in the game with nine minutes to go. The next thing you know, they're covering the big point spread and uh, and only to get uh, nipped at the end with an old by the way touchdown by Penn State with a little over a minute to go. Well, you said it best there a couple of weeks ago when you're on the show. The emotions of college football, it's very hard to gauge and and, and, and handicap. Uh, yeah. The swing, especially rivalry games and and the, you know the, the the conference games, it's just uh, it's it's really tough. Uh, some some of these games, some of them, right? But yeah. uh, all right, let's get on to uh, the National Football League with the Buffalo Bills. Our Buffalo Bills taking on the uh, New York Jets. The Jets coming off a uh, a bit of a um, you know coming down to earth type of game last week against the New England Patriots, twenty two seventeen. You know, a game where I think Belichick really knows how to. Uh, take care of rookie quarterbacks or, you know, sophomore quarterbacks in the league when, once he figures them out. And then you got the, the bills, uh, really, um, you know, the, dominate i'd say dominate but the score doesn't show a domination but to me uh the packers i don't feel were ever in that game uh 27 17 but uh looking at this game here tonight uh this weekend ross uh, who do you like with the bills as a 12 and a half point favorite over under at 46.5 yeah it's come down huh it was 47 and a half yesterday and that's where my area of focus is going to be ron because i certainly don't want to come on your show and be accused of being a homer right so uh, look, this me, is a high-powered Buffalo offense. I, I don't think I'm enlightening anybody or, or uh, coming up with a great news story here by saying that. Uh, however, uh, they're 6-1, and one and they are number one in total offense. Uh, they're number two in scoring offense, and they're number one in pass offense, and they've also allowed the second-fewest sacks in the NFL at 11. However... You'd be surprised to know, maybe, that the Buffalo Bills are have played six and one to the under this year, despite those gaudy numbers. And a lot of that has to do with their stellar defense, despite the injuries they've suffered, uh, notably in the back end. Uh, the Bills are still number four in total defense, less than 300 yards per game, and also number one in scoring defense at 14 points per contest. Here's the thing about the Jets. Off to a surprising 5-3 and three start. And, yes, they're off a disappointing loss last week to New England. Uh, you know, they, they had all the momentum in the world. Four-game uh, win streak going into that game, and they came up short. Uh, but this still, New York Jets team, through eight games, number 11 in scoring defense at less than 20 points a game, and number six in total defense, at around 311 yards per contest allowed. 
Um, also keep in mind, uh, the Jets did lose Brees Hall, but they still have capable running backs in Michael Carter and also the newly acquired James Robinson, who came over from Jacksonville. And you know, Ron, you, you mentioned that game wasn't as close as the final score may indicate. And you're right, because Josh Allen made uh, a couple errors that we haven't seen in a couple years in that yeah. game, and he knows it, okay? Uh, but having said that, uh, Green Bay still ran for over 200 yards in that game. So they, you know, I'm not saying the Jets have the running backs, the caliber of the Packers or the offensive line, the caliber of the Packers do. But, you know, they exposed the weakness Green Bay did in the Buffalo run defense. And I think that will be the area of focus for the New York Jets in this game, Ron. I think they're going to be run heavy. They're going to try to keep Josh Allen off the field with some time of possession. And they're going to depend on their defense to come up with some stops. Uh, now, and I, I don't see the Jets having a heck of a lot of success offensively against this Buffalo defense, especially the Jets have allowed 21 sacks so far this year. And if Buffalo has improved dramatically in one area on defense, it's their pass rush, Ron. So uh, I really like the total in this game. I like the under. And here's the kicker. Any uh, NFL division road teams with a total of 43 to 49 in that parameter, Coming off a home favorite, straight up win in which they failed to cover the Bills 27-17 over Green Bay last Sunday night, yep. but failed to cover as a 10.5 point favorite. NFL division road teams with that totals parameter and coming up uh, that scenario the week before, uh, 24 and 2 to the under since wow. 2011. It's a 92.3% <laughs> betting angle. I'm going Buffalo and the Jets under 46 and a half, Ron. I like it. Bebe Benny and the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that's when you said Jets. Yeah, I saw yeah. that song. But yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I like the under two. That's a what, 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 what and two? 24 and two, you said, or? 24 and two to the under. To the under. Yes. Wow. That's yeah, actually. It's uh, 24 and two to the under since uh 2011 wow so. that's awesome and road favorites yeah. of six on six days rest so just to support that uh, selection 29 yep. to the under so um yeah, yeah that, that's hey that's a pretty good stat so you like the under in the jets game of this weekend and you know they they um unfortunately for the jets they lost their main running back uh, hall was it hall Brees hall yeah. last week yeah that's that was a tough one for them yeah two um, weeks ago they lost him correct yeah, yeah. And, and Buffalo. Hey, you know how hard it is to be perfect, and and every team's gonna have a weakness, and we, you know, we'll see if they they correct that run defense uh, last week against um, the the uh, the Packers. All right, so that's uh, that's Ross Benjamin with the uh, pick on the uh, Jets and Bills under forty six and a half. And uh, do you, let me see, forty six and a half. Do you, do you buy a hook there, and make it forty seven, or do you? Yeah, take... I uh, I you know again to me forty six isn't a key number. You know yeah. what I mean? So I would just leave it alone at 46 and a half if it's only going to cost you 10 cents on a dollar uh to buy it up to 47 i would highly advise you do so it's not a sign of weakness uh but there's nothing worse than losing a game by a half a point hey just ask the uh this ask the people uh west uh, west michigan western michigan last night hey eh? with uh God, no doubt bowling green yeah yeah, yeah. 13-9 yeah, we hooked yeah. them down we hooked them that's what we had <laughs> yeah we, we had the go. Yeah, there we had to do it. Go. All right, Ross, uh, thanks a lot for coming on the show again today. And uh, stay away from those uh, jelly donuts today, too, as the uh, as that's our uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, popular uh, donut here in the uh, today's poll question of the day. 
But uh, what any games this weekend you're going to be focusing on, and uh, people can yeah. Get that I mean, going. I'll have a play on the Tennessee and Georgia game. I'll have a ten star top play in the NFL on Sunday. And uh, again, folks, eight and one with my NFL ten star top plays. Uh, college football the last two weeks have gone seven and three, so I've turned that around. And uh, I, you know, for those of you who have followed me, know when I begin a streak like this in college football. It usually is a prolonged streak, and I, I totally plan on around finishing the year extremely strong in college football. And uh, one of the top-rated uh, handicappers in the NFL on a lot of sites right now. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, a lot to be a lot of money to be made, folks. You just need to spend a little to make a lot. And uh, again, atsstats.com, and Ron will give you the instructions how you could find uh, and purchase my picks. All right, Ross, good luck this weekend, and thanks again for doing this on a Ross the Boss Thursday with the uh, the Rain Report. And uh, we love uh, love that Sabres hat, too. It looks, uh, looks really good on you. <laughs> All right, buddy, have yourself a great weekend, and we'll see hey. you back here next Thursday. Thanks for having me, Ron. I look forward to it, and uh, good luck to all the viewers out there, and thank you for viewing, folks. All right. Thanks, Ross. All right, that's Ross Benjamin. You can find him each and every Thursday right here at the Rain Report. Ross the Boss will have his picks inside the members area. And uh, if you go to the website, atsstats.com, and you go to uh, picks, and let me just uh, go right here. You go to picks. You go to uh, you can go buy single day picks. And then Ross, uh, he's got his Thursday night killer betting angle, and he also has Ross the boss in his title right there. I love that Ross the boss Thursday night NFL golden total, and you can get Ross's pick each and every day right here at atsstats.com. All right, that was a lot of fun with uh, Ross Benjamin, and uh, yeah, so Ross uh, Ross went uh, jelly donut on us, eh, with uh, white powder. I didn't I didn't I didn't see that one coming. Uh, let me see here. Bills would have crushed the um, uh, scoreboard without the uh, ultimate turn. Yeah, that. Was was a bad one, eh, Mario? Where um, was it? Josh Allen that fumbled on the one or threw the interception? Man, it would. They would. There, there was our cover, right? Uh, Buster B- Bayzine says, "I'm going to tease the over." Says Buster. Well, maybe not. He goes, <laughs> "Maybe not now," because he probably heard Ross say the under. Uh, Double-digit NFL dogs are five and four ATS. Double-digit home dogs one and zero oh, straight up. Uh, yeah, I need more volume. I think uh, it may be a wacky game, but where extra points are scored, says a buster. All right, uh, let's get on with the show. And, uh, man, it's always fun to have Ross. Hey, eh? Ross, he just, he, he's a professional, been doing this a long time, and he just uh, brings a lot of pearls to the uh, the jewelry box, as we say here on the Ram Report. All right, let's get to our good friend, Alan Iverson. We're talking about practice. Not a game, not a game. We're talking about practice. Practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? <laughs> how silly is the 80% club stats these days? All right, let's take a look at the NBA, and then we'll go to the NHL. Hey, we're talking about practice. No, we're talking about 80% clubs, stats, and you can get the 80% club stats each and every day. Do you guys check out the stats here every day? Do you guys uh, go to the website? I've been doing this consistently, trying to find a um, a feature that you guys really like a lot that when you come to the website, you say, oh, i got to get those trends. Hey, trends are your friends, but they don't pay the rent. The Bucks are 15-3. We did this the other day. Is this? No, I'm in the wrong one here. Yeah, I'm in the wrong stat. Hey, I loved it so much, I wanted to say it twice. All right, uh, there we go. There's the Joker right there. Joker's playing tonight. 
against the uh, the Thunder. That'll be a good game. Now, the Warriors, Golden State, taking on the Orlando Magic. That uh, Thank God there's Thursday night in hockey and baseball tonight because I don't think that'll be a great game. The Warriors, 24-1 and straight up as a 7-9.5 away favorite with a total more than 220 the last six years. That's good for 96%. Also, the uh, Thunder, 10-1 and against the point spread as a 3.5, 6.5 point home underdog in the month of November the last 10 years. Wow, that is, I think that's a mic drop off right there but uh, we'll do one more and uh where's my uh let me get another good uh, mic drop off do we have a mic drop off here uh let me see let's go down here only two games so we don't get a lot of great stats right uh let me see here nine and one okay we'll use this one the warriors nine and one is a seven to nine and a half away favorite in the month of november the last seven years and those are your NBA trends. And uh, no, you know what? Let me go back to my old 80% club. I'm not uh, I'm not satisfied with those trends. I want more. Eh? I want more. I need winners. Right, Mike? Where's, uh, there we go. I want winners. Yeah, I'll get you winners, Mike. Hang on. Hold, uh, hey, hold your, hold your horses right there, Mike. And uh, let me see if I can get you some winners. Here we go. Orlando's a home team. Last two years coming off two overs. Nine and two to the over all right there we go yeah baby yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go little mike myers for you right there little canadiana there all right uh, let's go to the nhl i got 20 winning nhl trends for tonight and again you can get these trends each and every day right here at atsstats.com the washington capitals are 15 and 1 as an away favorite versus conference opponent the last three years taking on the red wings tonight seattle kraken 9 and 1 to the over as a road team after a division game last two years the rangers at home tonight against the uh, Boston Bruins, a little original six matchup right there. Hey, who owns the uh, the Rangers? Sure, own the Chiefs. Owns, 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 owns. I don't know. The Rangers nine and one as a home favorite, playing the month of November. The last four years, fifteen and two. The last five years. The Minnesota Wild, hey, Isaiah's Minnesota Wild, 24 and 4 as home favorite versus conference uh, foes last two years. Washington, 18 and 3 away favorite weekday games. Look at that, hey, we even give you weekday stats right here. And uh, where's my uh, my mic drop off? We got a mic drop off here. Um, don't like giving to, I don't like giving trends with two games involved, so I won't do the Red Wings there. That's a pretty good one there too. All right, let's go with this one. The St. Louis Blues, the over 10-2 for the Blues as a home favorite before non-conference game the last two years. And uh, let me see any other good ones. Montreal Canadiens, puck line as an away underdog coming off three-game roll stand the last six years. Pretty good right there. And let me go back to my old 80% club. Hey, we get, uh, let's get, uh, we'll do a double, uh, a double bonus of old and new. Hey, old school and uh, new school stats today at the Ram Report. I love the old school stats. I don't know about you guys, but the uh, the old school stats here, the old 80% club stats are, uh, is, is really good. What the hell is going on out there? <laughs> You're talking about this one? Yeah, here we go. The Boston Bruins is a road team during the month of November, coming off a road win as a dog, nine and two straight up, twelve zero and two on the puck line. And uh, look at that, um, that's a pretty good stat right there. Puck line for Vancouver as a home team before a non-division game, total of six, and they're coming off a home loss as an underdog, ten and two on the puck line. And uh, let me uh, one more, one for one more, one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready. Go cat, go. Let's do this one. Minnesota as a home team last two years on one day's rest, coming off and under thirteen and three straight up. And uh, there you go. There's our your eighty uh, percent club stats, courtesy of uh, your friends right here at ATS. We talking about stats. practice, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. 
practice, man. I mean, how silly is that? Yeah, don't forget, we also got uh, NFL football tonight. I forgot to do the NFL football game of the uh, night. We got a game between uh, Philadelphia and Houston. Eh? And for our uh, New England Patriots fans, last Monday night, the Bears are what we thought they were. <laughs> the Bears are what we thought they were. Eh? Got to give it to the Patriots fan, being a Bills fan. Like I said yesterday, they've been giving it for 20 years. Time, time to a little payback, right? A little payback for the, the Bears. The Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Yeah, Philadelphia Eagles taking on the uh, Houston Texans tonight, and uh, hopefully this will be a uh, a competitive game. Hopefully, uh, you know Houston was competitive. Uh, you know when you look at the first couple of games of the year, twenty twenty against the Colts, sixteen nine against uh, the Broncos, twenty twenty three against the Bears. Hey, the Bears. The Bears are what we thought they were. 34-24 against the Chargers, 10, then the Jaguars, 13-6, and then the blowouts start happening, right? But, you know, the Titans game, so you know, you never know. You might get a, uh, you know, uh, the one thing with uh, Lovey Smith, he, you know, he'll have his team ready tonight against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles, a 13-point favorite. I got a 27-18 final here, so I do have uh, Philly winning but uh, not covering the spread. And I got the total landing on 46.1. And let's see what the ATS calculator has to say about this game. Uh, let's go to the ATS calculator. Let's go Philadelphia. I'm sure it's going to show, uh, um, you know, this is analytics, right? From an analytics point of view, not situational handicapping. And let's see what the uh, numbers say right now. And uh, we got Philly winning by 13.4. Look at the bookmaker right over it. And 42.9 on the total. And what's the total tonight? 48. So maybe the under is where you want to go here tonight. Apple Fritter says, uh, who's Mizzou? Uh, how you doing, A-type teams? Uh, how's our A-type teams Bruins doing tonight? Yeah. Bruins, uh, they'll be good. You know, they're always good. But I'll have to look into the goaltending. And uh, I want to see how Boston normally does in New York at Madison Square Garden. All right, there you have it. That is the show today for a uh, a thirsty Thursday, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. Hopefully you enjoyed Ross the Boss segment, and uh, hopefully you'll take his uh, picks this week, and hopefully they cash in for you. Alabama minus thirteen and a half, and the under in the Bills uh, Jets game this Sunday. In the meantime, shop for value, play those percentages. I'll be back here on a friendly football Friday. And uh, the Bears are what we thought they were. <laughs> and we'll see if uh, we got some Bears picks for you this weekend. All right, we'll see you back here on a Friday. And uh, Harry Carey, get us out of here. Hello, Hello again, everybody. everybody. Harry Carey from Rigby Field on a beautiful day for baseball. To be the man, you gotta be the man. Jerome the Chiefs owns, 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 owns. I don't know. Struggling. Can we have fun? You're damn right. I demand that we have fun. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for clothes only. Three cash, homie. Holy cow! It was a dog eat dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Bottom line, cause Stone Cold said so. Let's go to eat a goddamn snack.